Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mind, Muscles, and More. In today's episode, I am doing an interview. It's the first interview I've done, so stay tuned and let me know what you guys think. So we started off the interview discussing our backgrounds in fitness, how we got started, and why we stay consistent. And I guess you guys will see what this entails, and maybe you guys might learn a little something from it. I started lifting in like ninth grade. Um, you know, I had no real knowledge of of it beforehand. And for uh, PE class, we had to take, you know, we had to choose a different, you know, some kind of physical activity. It could have been, you know, joining a sports team, uh, doing some intramural sports, or uh, joining a weightlifting class, and I wanted to do that. I was just like, oh, this sounds interesting. I'll just try that. Um, so I tried it, and I really liked it. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Um, you know, it's uh, it's challenging, but it's something to look forward to every day. Um, so I did that a bunch. Um, I think it was it was every day. It was like, I think it was my last period of the day um, for both, both semesters. Um, but I did that and really enjoyed it. And then I thought, oh, I want to keep doing this. So I got a gym membership at uh, my local gym, um, and you know it was always I couldn't drive back then, so it was always just me asking my mom to drop me off, and I had a friend that I would go with after school. And this is still like you know sophomore, junior year of high school, and I didn't really know what I was doing. I was kind of just using random machines, doing random movements. I didn't really have any kind of focus, but I just I knew that I enjoyed it, and I wanted to get better at it, and I wanted to look better. More importantly. Um, so then senior year of high school rolls around, which is like, you know, right when COVID is, well, no, it had been going on for a little bit then, but, um, you know, people are still stuck at home, started working out at home. Um, and then when college started, I became, I don't want to say dependent on the gym, but the gym became way more important to me because I was just, uh, I wasn't in the best place mentally and I was just, you know, I, I, I ended up transferring schools, but I was unhappy there and, um, I decided to take a lot of out on the gym, um, so I just, you know, started doing a bunch of research, you know, best routines for beginners, um, I started only going three days a week, usually at like 10 o'clock at night, which is never a good idea, and I didn't really track my nutrition, but it was, it was a starting point, um, excuse me, and... Um, I think that's when I started taking it seriously and when I started noticing improvement, um, that's when I started committing and like, okay, I want to start going four times a week and then five times a week and then I actually started taking my uh, nutrition seriously and I started, you know, experimenting with creatine, um, which I've been off for a little, which I've been off now for a little bit. Um, but, uh, and then when I got to Maryland, I started taking it really, really seriously. You know, I'd start, I'd go early in the morning, um, you know, a few months ago, I did actually start seriously tracking my, you know, some of my macros, mainly just protein, um, but just being disciplined with what I eat, um, you know, how often I drink, um, that sort of thing. But uh, it's sort of become, I don't want to say ingrained in my lifestyle, but I sort of, I can't imagine not doing it now. You know, it's just, I don't want to say it's part of who I am, but it, you know, I just, I can't imagine not doing it. You know, it's just, it's just part of my routine. And if I miss a day, well, you know, it, it affects my mood, and it just affects my how I feel throughout the day. So I, I kind of, I don't want to say I'm dependent on it, but it's, it's really important to me, and I can't imagine not doing it.
Yeah, because I kind of feel like once you start doing it, you can't, like, not do it, if that makes sense. No, yeah, and... No, I agree. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I know when you go to the gym, you do any kind of uh, physical exercise, you do cardio, you release endorphins, and you do feel good. Um, and I know there's a bunch of uh, memes about, you know, how people deal with struggles like heartbreak or some kind of loss by going to the gym and just taking all their energy out in the gym. And I, I think that's that's appropriate. I mean, it's better to turn to something like the gym than, say, uh, drugs or alcohol to cope with something like that. And I do think that it is a little played out at this point um, on Instagram but in other apps. But I, I do think it's, um, I think it's good that people are seeing it as kind of a healthy coping mechanism. I think so, too. Because honestly, like you said, it's more important to do something that's like for your physical health and your mental health than it is to like hurt yourself by drinking or taking drugs. Yeah, and and I have friends that have done, you know, all all kinds of thing things on that spectrum. And whenever they do rely on the latter to cope with things, I've seen it firsthand. It doesn't it doesn't end well. So just you know, d the gym is the usually the the challenging choice, but it's the safe choice if you want to. Um, you want some kind of, uh, I don't want to say instant gratification, but you want something to make you feel better about yourself, so. Yeah, because it's yeah. mostly used as, like, an outlet, but also mm -hmm. it does help with your mental health as well, but it also, I feel it kind of makes you more creative in a sense, because, like, you're just, like, working your mind, and then once you're done, like, working out, I feel like then you can actually think for the rest of the day, you're not just, like, fogged. Yeah, no, I agree. That That's why I like doing it in the morning. And the, the nice thing about, um, you know, going to the gym for me is that when you're when you're in the gym and you're kind of in the zone, you know, nothing else outside of that really matters. You know, all that matters is, uh, you know, how good is my form? You know, how how many reps can I do? How much weight can I do? You know, nothing really outside of that matters. So it just sort of it. I don't want to say it, it makes you necessarily forget all your problems, but in the moment, all that matters is really uh, what's at the gym and that can be kind of refreshing if you have a lot of stuff on your mind you know like if you're a college student balancing work and studying and other stuff I think it's 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 it's, it's just it's just a nice break from I don't want to say life but it's it's a nice break from all the from you know your daily challenges I guess yeah I would definitely agree with that yeah I guess when did um, when did you I don't know if you talked about it already but when did what was your sort of uh, fitness journey like when you started so I started out in I would say about middle school high school doing soccer okay so I was playing soccer for a bit and then I decided to quit playing soccer and then I was mostly just like running mm -hmm. and then from running and then I went to the gym but I would just do cardio and like a little bit of like the circuit stuff at Planet Fitness mm -hmm. and I wasn't really taking anything seriously and then fast forward to when I moved over to export and I started actually weight training which was pretty cool and not just focusing on cardio but I was still doing a lot of cardio and then from export I moved on to One Life Fitness and then I started doing powerlifting and then right was I like right when I was like about to compete COVID happened <laughs> and so I wasn't able to compete and I was like peaked, ready to go, and then boom, yeah. I was able to compete. And then from there, like during COVID, I was mostly just walking, and then I got a little bit of home gym equipment, and then I 
was still kind of doing some type of exercise there, but I wasn't taking it as seriously. And then the gym started opening back up, and then I kind of just stopped powerlifting at that point. And then I just started focusing on weightlifting. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped doing cardio. <laughs> and oh, you stopped, okay. Yeah, so I stopped doing cardio, and I was like, I'm just going to weight train. Because Instagram had me under the thought that cardio isn't that good for you. Like, I don't know if you've seen that, where it's like, oh, yeah, you don't really have to do cardio. You don't really have to train abs. Like, you could just weight lift and be fine. But then those are the same people that go to the gym for two hours and then lay on the couch for, like, the rest of the day. So then it's kind of like, you're not really doing anything after going to the gym. So it's kind of like a bad habit to do and that was kind of me mm-hmm. at that point and then i started reintroducing cardio and either i would do like the stairmaster or i would just do incline walking yeah that's what i do now yeah focusing on at least getting 10 to 15 minutes before working out but mm-hmm. now like i'll do any form of cardio and make sure like i get in my steps outside of the gym so incorporating fitness outside of the gym i think is important and that's what i've learned throughout like i think the past like year i would say no i think you're right i remember when i first got my apple apple watch which was like i think almost five yeah about five years ago at this point i would um i would make a point to fill my rings every single day and i think it was like uh i want to say like the summer of i don't know 2019 or something this would have been like I think going into junior year of high school, I would make sure to fill them every single day. So, you know, standing, working out, uh, the movement ring. You know, I remember I had the job I had back then. I was on my feet all the time, and I would get, like, you know, thousands and thousands of steps, and it was just really satisfying to fill the ring up. But um, the, the consequence of that was is I was just busy with work, and I just didn't have I – I hate to say it, but I didn't really have time to go to the gym, but that was mainly just me not making time for the gym. Um but you, you touched on something interesting about Instagram. Um, uh, and, you know, the, the internet now is just so um, oversaturated with fitness content. And it can be really hard for beginners to um, cipher through all of the stuff that's correct and all the stuff that's just flat out wrong. Because a lot of these people, I, I, I mean, we're not experts, but like some of these people are just... You know, they're they're obviously on juice. They're obviously uh, they have a, they have some sort of one size fits all thing that works for them, and it's bound to work for other people. But um, you know, like you said, oh, don't do cardio. They'll they'll make these extreme generalizations, and then it it, it I think it I think it does way more harm than good because it confuses people. It's like, oh, should I not be doing cardio at all? Um, so I, I don't know. I think. I, I try to avoid Instagram uh, for for many reasons, and I'm terrible at it. Um, even though I have the limits set on my phone, but just avoiding Instagram for um, for for fitness stuff is just I I try to just if I have a fitness question, I I just I'll just spend like I don't know half an hour on the internet just looking at what I believe to be in the moment, um, you know, credible sources. Um, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. You know. Social media, it's very like two-sided because people just want to push what they're trying to get out there which yeah. like, could be like oh yeah don't do cardio or it could be like oh yeah you're not supposed to weight train that much you're supposed to balance things out or you're not supposed to weight lift at all or like there's a bunch of different things that people can push 
but it's also like not only just fitness but it's also food as well because if you look at these people's things like intuitive eating was like the thing during covid like i swear like everyone's like oh you can't track your macros that's like very toxic oh that's not something you should be doing and then right now everyone's like oh yeah track your macros but just track the protein don't track the carbs don't track the calories don't track the fat okay it's like, what do to you be want? fair <laughs> to be fair i'm i'm very guilty of only tracking protein right now like that's all i track and i i, I know that's not good but like for the past month and a half or so that's that's all i've been tracking is just protein um, it's the same thing for me because like i was yeah. like oh yeah intuitive eating but then i wasn't even eating enough protein i was like how do you intuitively eat and not like you only have a guesstimate of how much protein you're eating you don't know how much you're eating mm -hmm. so it's very important to at least know and then if you're like in a cutter in a bulk then you kind of need to know what you're eating you can't just intuitively eat like i think yeah you do like, during a meeting no, I think you're right. And my, my eating really changed um, just when I actually started tracking it. Um, it was like, oh, I, I, I have not met this, um, uh, you know, I haven't met my protein goal for the day. And I don't, you know, I, I, I think it's, it shouldn't like dominate your life. But for me, it's in the back of my head. It's like, oh, I haven't eaten enough today. Um, you know, a few, <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was at a football game with my friends and I'm like, oh, guys, uh, I'm going to have to leave to go get some Chipotle because I haven't, like, had enough protein today. I'll see you guys later. So, you know, just don't don't let it, like, totally get in the way of your life if you are going to do it. You know, I, I'm i I'm pretty neurotic about it myself, but sometimes I'll, I'll give myself a break. But, um, I don't know. I, I think, you know, I think it, it, at that point, um, what am I trying to say here, I guess? I guess just, just if you're going to track it, just just be diligent about it, but don't. Don't let it uh, completely, uh, like, change how you live your life uh, for the worst, I mean. Yeah, because I think it's good to be mindful of what you're eating as well, but mm -hmm. not to just let it be the only thing that you think about. Because, like, at that point, then yeah. it just becomes, like, you know, an ED, and it's not really fun. But tracking your protein, hitting your protein goal, I feel like that's fine. Like, making it, like, I don't know, not like a game, but just, like, something of, like, accomplishment. No, yeah, it yeah, I mean, I, 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 I used to track stuff on my, um, my fitness pal, but I, I kind of hated it. So now I just try, I just do it old school. I just have a whiteboard where I just write stuff out on. So it, it's satisfying to like, you know, write out the different numbers. And when I go to bed, then I, oh, I did meet my, my goal for the day. And, you know, you can just cross it off. And I, I agree. It is, it is kind of satisfying. It, it, it's sort of a, a meaningful accomplishment for the day, if you will. Yeah. Cause it kind of goes back to what you were saying about like the rings as well. Mm -hmm. This post I saw the other day was talking about, like, oh, Apple Watches are toxic because, like, you track your calories, how much calories oh, no. you burn. And I was like, that's not true. Like, I find it, like, rewarding when I close my rings, when I get my 10,000 steps. Like, I'm not even looking at how many calories I burned. I'm straight up just closing my rings, getting my steps, everything else yeah. is irrelevant. It's like... Okay. It's like a mental mindset. Like, I don't care how many calories I burn during leg day. I don't care, like, how many calories I burn on a walk. I just care that I'm closing my rings, getting my steps, and that's it. <clears throat> but it's all, like, mindset. And people have, like, all these negative mindsets and then go into fitness and blame the fitness industry for their negative mindsets, like tracking macros, closing your rings on your Apple Watch. And it's, like, it's not that bad, but people make it bad because they want to twist it to make it like an eating disorder or like 
I don't know, like, an exercise disorder. I don't know if that's, like, a thing. But I feel no, like... No, I think... I'm oh, sorry. No, I, I think that's a good point. I, I think, um... I think a lot of it is just like when you start out doing fitness, you have to, and you take it seriously, you do have to make a lot of changes. And when you start making those changes, it can be quite uncomfortable. And you come to the realization, it's like, oh, if I really want to do this, if I want to get the most out of it, I have to make substantial changes, whether it's going to bed earlier so I can get up early and go to the gym five days a week, you know, making time throughout the day to do, I don't know, an hour, two hours of, I don't know, weight training or cardio, whatever you want to do. Um, changing what groceries you buy just to fit your diet. I think, um, I mean, you do have to make changes and understandably some people might not be comfortable with that, but, uh, you know, you, you just, you, you have to, if, if you want to, I mean, it's like with anything in life, if you have a goal, uh, and you're serious about it, you're going to have to make substantial changes to the way you live to, to get to it. So I think a lot of it is just people not wanting to admit that, but that's just, that's just how I see it. Yeah, and I feel like also those people, like, it's no shade at all to them, but I feel like they're not training hard enough in the gym to begin with. Like, they're not pushing their limits, they're not going to failure. Like, they're eating mid, they're working out mid, they're not, like, trying. And then they blame everything else for them not seeing those results. Mm-hmm. But, like, if they got more sleep, if they ate more protein, if they trained a little bit harder, they would see those results. But like you said, it's all about making those changes, and people don't want to make changes. But they want to be like, oh, I go to the gym, I'm healthy, but eat garbage, don't train hard enough. Like, they don't get any sleep either, drink alcohol, take drugs. Like, they're not trying. Yeah, that's an interesting point. And, and you start to wonder, like, you see people like that. They, they go to the gym, but they still have other, you know, terrible, terrible habits like, you know, drinking a shit ton of alcohol, um you know, eating garbage, you know, getting like five hours of sleep a night. And it's like, why are you going to the gym? Because it's sort of everything else you're doing outside of it is counterintuitive. That's not going to help you, uh, you know, get stronger or look better or get whatever you want to get out of out of the gym. So it's like simply deciding, oh, I'm going to go to the gym is not enough. You have to make other changes outside, you know, uh, to your eating uh, and your sleep. So um, it's not, it's not just a one-sided thing where, just going to the gym on its own uh, is enough. I mean, yeah, yeah, consistently going to the gym every day or however many days you decide you want to go, doing that consistently, yeah, that's a step in the right direction. But if that's all you do and you don't change anything else, well, then, you know, what do you expect to happen? Right, because, like, not, like, everyone's training to be, like, Mr. Olympia or anything, Mm -hmm. but it's very important because if you eat clean, you have a better workout. Like, I can definitely vouch for that, saying, like, if I have, like, any type of, like, junk food, and then I go to the gym the next morning, try to run, like, my stomach is trash. Like, I can't even run properly. I feel like throwing up. (laughs) So, like, I can definitely vouch for saying, like, you have to eat clean if you want to have a good workout. And then not only just, like, running or, like, cardio-wise, but, like, even lifting. Like, I can't even lift that well because I feel, like, disgusting. Like, I don't feel like I can, like, go to, like my limit that i want to do or like the amount of reps because then i feel sluggish i'm all for like being whatever like you can eat whatever you want to eat but it's definitely mindful eating i think it's yeah. important just like not eating super greasy stuff or like super trashy processed food like, no i think you're right i think it's important yeah and you know everybody says you know everything in moderation is good and i agree because you don't want to over restrict yourself because then you can start 
Um, I mean, that's that's not necessarily fun, and I don't think it's the healthiest thing. Like, I mean, a few days ago, I was really craving a milkshake because I hadn't had one in forever, and I'm like, I, I was I I had narrowed it down to like two places that I was going to go to get one, and I was looking at the uh, I, I looked I looked I looked at the websites online and was looking at the different nutrition and like, oh, which one has less calories, and I'm like, why am I doing this? I should just go and get the milkshake, and I I I I I I, I was like. I, I debated for like 20 minutes, like, should I really, should I really go do this? And I ended up getting it, and it was, it was good, but it was just, and I, I was expecting to feel pretty guilty afterwards, and I didn't, but the, I think that just goes to show, um, you know, uh, you, you shouldn't over-restrict yourself, you know, you, you can allow yourself to have a cheat day if, if you need to, I mean, but going back to your point, yeah, I also try to avoid, you know, a bunch of, you know, overly processed stuff, um, you know, I will say I do eat um, a lot of takeout, which is an expensive habit. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not, not like, you know, McDonald's and stuff like that. Um, but you know, just, you know, Cava, Chipotle. Um, but I, you know, if, if you're, if you're cooking for yourself and you can see exactly what you're putting into your food, well then I think it's, I think it's a lot easier to just eat clean and it's cheaper too. For sure. For yeah. sure, because I feel like honestly, it is easier to like meal prep your food and like know what's going into your food. But it's all like again like about making sure like you can still like eat out but just have like a good mindset about it and just make sure you're eating your protein because you can definitely like go get like peruvian chicken or like you can go and like i don't know maybe eat a burger but like don't feel bad about it yeah just make sure like you're eating something with like a good amount of protein in it yeah no i i think you're right and, and just sort of allowing yourself to occasionally have that little bit of freedom is, is healthy um I mean, I remember I used to be super, super neurotic about it. You know, my, my parents, would, we, we'd go out to eat and, and like, Christian, why aren't you eating this and such? And I'm like, oh, I, I just don't feel like it. And I, I just, I didn't really want to admit why I wasn't doing it. Um, and now I just sort of like, I just take ownership for it. It's like, hey, I just, I just don't feel like eating that or I, I don't want to eat that because. But, um, you know, um, just, just, again, this goes back to, um, you know, not letting it get, in. just don't, don't let it, you know, don't let it dominate how you live your day or sort of uh, live your life or go about your day because then it's going to become unpleasant. And, you know, the whole thing is going to be uh, unpleasant at first, but you don't want it to be unpleasant in the long run. So just just make small changes. You don't have to, like, completely – I mean, in some cases maybe you do, but normally you don't need to completely overhaul your diet. Just, just make small changes and you should probably see a big difference. All right. And then if, like, you can't even do that, like, just, like – the bare minimum is just like cooking enough protein, eating enough protein, mm -hmm. and then from there, like you can cut out like other processed stuff or whatever the case may be. But I think like that's definitely like the first step is just at least getting enough protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I think you're right. Um, you know, I, I eat a lot of. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people come up to this, but I, a lot of chicken, a lot of salmon, which I would eat more of, but it's just you know, you know, chicken's easier usually. Um, uh, yeah, I tried the most, like least expensive protein out it there is. the ground beef. And I remember I talked about this with, with you briefly, but I, I tried the whole, uh, ground beef and rice thing. I hated it. I had it once. I'm like, this is, this is ass. I can't do this. I, I mean, to be fair, I didn't really add any spices, but, and I'm sure I was just using shitty beef, but I just thought I, I just, I'm just going to stick to chicken. I can't, this is, this is terrible. But yeah. yeah, because it's all about like how you cook it and like where you're sourcing it from as well. 
Like, I kind of feel like grass-fed, grass-finished beef is probably going to taste a little bit better than, like, grain-fed, grain-finished beef. I'm sure if I use some of the beef... Okay. I, I'm sure if I use some of the beef that our uh, our certain friend gets from a, from a certain farm, it would have been a lot better, but this was just some shitty beef from I, I don't I don't know where so you know what I should know what I should know what to expect yeah <laughs> yeah I mean you just gotta be like mindful of like the food that you're getting but you can yeah. definitely buy it in bulk too so it makes mm-hmm. it less expensive when you buy it in bulk because even then you can just like do like the grass-fed grass-finished beef and it costs about like ten dollars it's maybe like what like four dollars three dollars more but it tastes so much better <laughs> and you know, you'll enjoy it a lot more <laughs> I should just start buying meat like that and putting it in the freezer, you know, buying it in bulk. But these past couple of weeks, I'll, I'll buy something. I'll forget about it. And then I'll take the, let's cook it. It's like, oh, why does this look like shit? Oh, it's because it's been in the fridge for a week and I forgot to freeze it. So, you know, just that's another thing yeah. to think about, you know, yeah, just forgetting. So like as soon as I'm done grocery shopping, like all my stuff that I'm not about to cook goes straight to the freezer because I'm going to forget about it. And then, like, yeah. I'll pull it out the freezer, defrost it, and cook it. Whether that's, like, grilling or, like, putting it in the Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. Oh, but speaking of Dutch ovens, like, yeah. if you get, like, a good, like, chuck roast or, like, a good pot roast or whatever, just throw yeah. it in a Dutch oven for, like, a couple hours. You got food for, like, the week. And it tastes yeah, so I've, good because it's so good. I've just, been, I've just been using the oven for just a lot more stuff just because it's super easy. You don't have to do anything. You just, you know, everybody knows how it works. But, I mean, I've just been doing that instead of, like, I mean, I know my roommates have an air fryer that I don't, I've never used. I mean, do you have an air fryer? I, you do, right? Yeah, I do my potatoes for my meal prep in there. Okay. So, like, I'll cut up some potatoes, and then I'll do a little bit of olive oil, some salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the air fryer, like, 25 minutes, and it's a super good side for, like, anything. Like, it could be chicken, potatoes, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, Chicken. I've had the ones that you bring to lunch. They're they're good. Yeah. 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 So the air fryer is definitely the move, and then obviously mm-hmm. you can throw salmon in there. You can throw whatever in there. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's really good, but also like the oven's just super easy too. You just throw it in yeah. there, bake it, and then pull it out. Like there's no cleanup. There's nothing. It's just yeah. It's it's easy. And that's that's just why I do it. I mean, sure, it takes a little longer, but it's just easier. So that's why I do it. Um. Yeah, because I feel like an air fryer is just a faster version of an oven, but you have to mm-hmm. clean it up, right? No, and I, I think I think I think you're right about that. Um, did you want to talk about um, pre-workout? I think we talked about that a little bit uh, beforehand. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I cut pre-workout out because it used to make me so itchy. <laughs> so so when did you when did you start using pre-workout? Like when did you first try it? Uh, when I was going to Planet Fitness, so, like, when I was, like, first, like, starting to go to the gym. Uh-huh. So, I took C4. Okay, that's, that's what I took, too. It was, it was, it was terrible. It was really bad. I'll, I'll let you tell your story first. I'll, I'll tell mine after that. Okay, so, like, with C4, it made me super, like, crazy, I feel like. Like, I wouldn't have a good workout. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, is I was taking pre-workout, and I wasn't even, like, working out that hard either. So I was like, mm-hmm. why am I even taking pre-workout? But whatever, like, it's, like, stuff you learn after the fact. But I would get so itchy. I would be, like, crazy. Like, I just feel like mentally, like, I didn't feel like I should be, like, this hyper off mm-hmm. of, like, a drink. 
and then I switched to different pre-workouts, but I found out that the beta, is it the beta alanine? Beta alanine, yeah. Yeah. That's what, what gives you the itchies. Super itchy. Yeah. And then I try to find stuff without it because like, I just like, it would literally like make me like itch in the gym and I mm-hmm. would look like a crackhead <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> Like, I'm over yeah. here, like, super itchy, like, trying to, like, scratch. So I'm over here doing this because, like, I couldn't, like, not itch. And then I found a couple good ones. But mm-hmm. then I started to realize I should probably, like, prioritize my heart health. That's and, probably uh, a good idea. But then again, like, I was taking pre-workout. I was drinking energy drinks. I wasn't doing that. Yeah. And now I realize, I'm like, that's not good. But then... The Alani new energy drinks were pretty good as pre-workout, so I was taking those. Uh-huh. Or like a monster as pre-workout. But then I switched over to honey as just pre-workout. Oh man, bro, a, f- a few a few months ago, I was at, I was at the the rec center at my school and I just saw a dude in his locker just squirting a jar of honey like like into his mouth. I'm like, "What are you doing?" But then I remember, "Oh, it probably is like a natural pre-workout." But um, because it's like just instant carbs and instant yeah. sugar, and it gets you like yeah. a really good pump too. If you're like drinking like some type of like electrolytes with it, it just gets you like mm-hmm. a super good pump. You know, apparently, what what else gives you um, something else that gives you a good pump is is, is pickle juice. I've never I tried that, heard. but but uh, yeah, what one, one of our one of our colleagues said, oh yeah, yeah, drink 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 pickle juice because that'll that'll give you a good pump. Um, yeah, but because people do like a pre workout snack like pickles. <laughs> yeah. And so, for me with pre workout, I I was um, I remember I first I I I I, I, I went into it doing like absolutely zero research, and I, I am not like a big caffeine person. You know, I drink. I mean, I, I have a coffee next to me now, but I don't I, I don't drink caffeine unless I'm like super tired, and then I'll occasionally pick up like a coffee or a Red Bull or something. Um, but I was in I was I was in line at uh, CVS to pick up a prescription, and I'm like, oh, C four. I'll just I'll just blindly pay $38 for that. I'll just get that. Um, so I started off with one scoop, didn't feel anything. And, you know, I waited an hour before, you know, working out to take it. And then I started taking two scoops and I thought, oh my, I feel like complete shit. You know, my, my, my heart is just pounding out of my chest, um, you know, getting kind of itchy. And it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. You know, I was, remember, remember I did, uh, I remember the first time I did like a serious leg day with pre-workout and it felt terrible. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends about it and, and she was like, Hey, you should try, um, what was it called? Uh, it was like a different version of bucked up. Uh, oh yeah. Woke AF. Um, so I tried that, um, you know, just, just started using one scoop. I think it was like 350 milligrams of caffeine, which is still a lot. Um, but I started using that, you know, taking it like 15 minutes before, before workout. And it, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if it helped give me a better workout, but I definitely felt better at the gym. Um, you know, just more amped up. Um, I'm not sure. I, I didn't pay. It, I wasn't paying close enough to ten, attention to tell whether or not I had uh, better strength or endurance, but I just liked how it made me feel. Um, so I started taking that a lot, um, and then eventually I tried Rise because one of my other friends tried to put me on that. Didn't like that. Um, uh, went back to bucked up. And then I decided, okay, I've been, and so I think, I want to say I've been taking it for like, I don't know, maybe half a year now. And I, my, my tolerance is, has gotten way too high. Like I remember I would take, 
I think maybe two scoops of, of bucked up or something, and I, I wouldn't feel anything. Um, and then I bought Wrecked, um, and I thought, okay, I'm not feeling anything from this either. So for October, I'm doing no pre-workout at all. Um, and I was expecting to have a terrible withdrawal, but it's I'm really not. But I do definitely kind of miss it. Um, I, I haven't really noticed any uh, any uh, negative changes in my workout, but I do definitely miss it. So I am excited for November to roll around and I can get back on it. Yeah. Yeah. And besides pre-workout, do you take any other types of supplements? Um, I have. I have some creatine, uh, which I've been kind of on and off about. I need to be more disciplined with taking it every single day. Um, I remember I would I, I don't I don't know enough about uh, cycling on and off of creatine. I think I read somewhere, um, you know, take it for like eight weeks, stop, start again. I need to do way more research on how to properly cycle it. But I remember the first time I did it, I think it was two years ago, freshman year of college. Um, I remember I did I, I did do the the instructed loading phase where you take like twenty milligrams a day you know you know five scoop sorry one scoop glass of water a couple hours later do it again um, and I did like that but I remember I remember I put on a lot of water weight um, uh, but I I think eventually I need to just get some more and just stick to it do you yeah I take creatine I put it in okay. my protein in the morning so I do like oh, nice. half scoops of protein with a mm -hmm. scoop of creatine and then that's about like all the supplements I take and then obviously like electrolytes when I work out mm -hmm. so I use this brand called element which is a straight-up salt so I'm mm -hmm. just drinking salt water for like nice. half my workout very <laughs> good very good from there like <laughs> I drink like regular water but it definitely helps like post like running or like definitely during a workout and then plus you get like that crazy pump from the sodium too and speaking of protein powder what's the stuff that um that i i i just i just finished another tub of it i forget what it's called bio something it's like the berry flavored one that you just you you, you gave me some of it to try do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah what's that, the what's that called yeah 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 i've been using that um which is like 20 milligrams of protein a scoop. I've been using that. It's I really like that stuff a lot. I wish I had. I wish I could. I really like. I really like it. And I. I what I used to do was I, I would get, um, you know, like chocolate flavor protein powder, and make my own shakes in the blender, which was really good. Um, I did that a lot freshman year of college. Um, like I was like, oh, the dining hall sucks ass so much. I'm just gonna just make a bunch of these, and I would have like sometimes two a day. Um, but then I just decided. Oh, fucking fire department. Um, then I'll just, yeah, um, I'll just try the clear way, and I really like it, but I, I go through it quickly. So, you know, might be time to go back to the vitamin yeah, shop and get some more. Thing. They don't sell it in, like, huge containers. Oh, they don't. Like, they don't. They don't even fill them up. Like, they, yeah, they fill them up to, like, not even half. It's It's terrible, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, and then you're paying fifty dollars for a pound, and it's not really like yeah. a whole tub. Right? Yeah, you gotta just buy it in bulk, I bet. And I don't know. I mean, I supplements are just so expensive. Um, you know, if you're if you have to, I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think if you don't want to spend a bunch of money on them, it's it's totally not the end of the world. Just just don't. Just you know, if if you if you don't want to spend the money on it, then don't. I mean, unless you think you absolutely have to, which you probably don't. Um, no but, one necessarily yeah. needs to take supplements. However, they're there to supplement in the aspect of the word. It's there to help you get to your next level, but you don't necessarily need it. 
definitely just straight up eat protein because the protein has creatine in it like most meat has creatine yeah. you're not getting extra creatine but you're getting creatine you're getting protein but taking additional protein and taking additional creatine is going to make you build that muscle that people are mm-hmm. looking for you know no i agree i think um it's always funny when people you know their parents have a reaction like oh my god uh, creatine uh, what's next trend and it's like no creatine is like the most the most researched safest supplement on the market you know you're not going to lose your hair you're not going to like your balls aren't going to drop off you don't there's not like some sort of catastrophic effect from it just just follow the instructions like, like yeah. literally like as long as you take like one to two scoops a day like nothing bad's going to happen it's only yeah. going to help you build muscle yeah, I, I had some friends that uh, took it before. I'm like, oh, tell me about it. I'm like, oh, you know, just I take 5 to 10 milligrams a day. I think 5 is what I was taking last time uh, that I was on it, but I'm, I need to just buy some more and just stay on it because um, I, I think I am I, I am pretty lean at the moment, so I do, I do need to take some more of it. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely noticed a difference because, like, so back when I first started going to the gym, I used to take creatine pills, and I wasn't even mm-hmm. working out hard enough to be taking creatine. Like, what was I doing? I don't even Oh, you're, I, you're breaking up here. <laughs> so then <laughs> I was like, okay, like, I'm going to, like, start taking it now that, like, I've been, like, working out pretty seriously mm-hmm. and, like, just doing weightlifting. And I've noticed a difference within a month, like, the amount of, like, actual muscle that's there just from mm-hmm. taking the creatine. Like it's crazy. So you, like, you, you take thought, like, pills, right? Would be as big as um, right now, no. Like I just do like powder. But before I was taking the pill, and like pre-COVID, creatine used to be super cheap. Yeah. Like I hate to be like that old person, but like <laughs> back in my day, creatine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I, I might need to. I might try the pills because the problem is I forget to take the powder. So I mean, I have other pills in the morning I take. So I might just put creatine pills in my pillowcase and just take it as soon as I wake up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how expensive the capsules are, but I might need to just look into that, try it, see what it's like. Yeah, you can definitely find them on Amazon. Mm -hmm. But I've been just putting, like, the scoop into my protein, and it dissolves so well that you don't even, like, taste it. Because to me, like, creatine tastes like crushed up Tylenol pills. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. I, like, don't even try to, like, drink it. Mm -hmm. but the one that i got just dissolves very well into the protein powder so Mm -hmm. it just tastes like you're drinking juice one with the protein powder and then two like you don't even taste the creatine yeah i think that there were there were a few times where i would just mix it with my pre-workout i'm probably just gonna go back to doing that so you know yeah yeah you can definitely do that because as long as it dissolves well i think that's all that matters so you don't have to have like that taste of tylenol pills no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that. It's probably a good way to just get both of them in at the same time. So. Yeah, and then besides that, like I used to take multivitamins, and then I stopped taking multivitamins because mm. I get like most of my nutrition from my food. You know? Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't. I don't really take any vitamins. I mean, I take some vitamin D supplements, but I mean, that's that's kind of it. I mean, that's just that's that's really it, and that's that's more of a thing I do in the winter. You know, when there's not as much uh, natural light outside. But I just, yeah, supplements I don't, I haven't really dabbled in uh, that much. I, I, I joke a lot about, oh, hopping on trend. But I mean, I would never do it because that would just, it just destroys your body. 
um yeah so. i don't know why people would like do it in the first place because i'm like dude like you're just gonna ruin your health yeah and you are you are cheating you know it, it, i mean uh, unless unless you're like a natural bodybuilder and you've you've reached like the limits of what you can do without any supplements and you want to compete uh okay sure knock yourself out but i mean for for your average person who just enjoys working out as like a hobby or they just 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 don't i mean i, I don't i mean i i wouldn't Oh, unless you're, I yeah. totally understand because it's like, unless you're like an IBP, like what is it, IBF Pro or whatever. Like mm. if you're like over here, like C Bomb, for instance, Mr. Olympia, or like Greg Duche, like those people, like that's all they do for a living. Like they just work mm. out. Their body is their money, and like that's it. Like they kind of have to pull up the physique to like, make their money. But mm. if like like you said, like if you just do it like as a hobby and you're no. not getting paid to look good then it's like do you really need to like affect your health right and and speaking of sebum that reminded me of something do you have you done any cold therapy at all like you know ice baths or cold showers because that's really that's really popular right now you know you'll see I people like joe rogan do doing it, it. yeah uh -huh. I to do it because it looks scary to me because i shower in like the hottest possible shower possible hmm. like it goes all the way up like i'm showering on inferno temperatures so I, I had a brief period um, last year where I was really, really good about taking a, a, like a, like I would only take cold showers, you know, every day. And I was really good about that. I don't, I don't know why I fell off of it. Um, but a few, I think about a week ago, um, and there, there's, a, there's a ton of uh, data out there about the benefits of cold therapy, you know, uh, helps you recover faster, you know, reduces delayed onset muscle soreness. It's better for your mental health, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I did take an ice bath um, for the first time about a week ago, and it was it was it was good. You know, it sucks at first, but I just you know set a timer for like ten minutes, put on some music. You know, it's pretty chill. Um, oh. But I definitely want to do more of that. You know, what it just reminded me of. Do you remember like back in like I don't know, say like twenty fourteen, where people did the ice uh, uh, the ice challenge? The ice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That, that was <laughs> ten years ago, if you can believe yeah. that. Yeah, I don't wow. have ice on my hand. That's about as much cold therapy as I've done. Like, I'm literally such a fan of, like, hot baths, like, hot showers, hot tubs, mm -hmm. anything hot. I've always been interested in the, um, I mean, I don't, I don't really follow him, but I've, I've seen, um, Rogan do this thing where he does hot and cold therapy, where he'll be, like, he'll go in the sauna and then immediately after that go in the ice bath. Um, I've, I'm sort of, oh, I don't know I anything about it, but I'm, yeah. yeah, but, but I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by it. I think it shocks the body, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm not, I'm no expert. I have no idea what the benefits of that particular strategy are, um, but I, I would be interested to try that. Um, I, I started, I, I know uh, our rec center has, um, uh, what's the word? A sauna and a steam room that I've never used, but um, the gym I would use at home that does have a steam room and a sauna, and I I I really enjoy um, using those. Do, do your does your gym have those facilities or no? No, like my gym is so like I don't know if I could say like the word grunge, but I would mm -hmm. feel like it's very like out not outdated. It's just very like raw because it's just mm -hmm. like a bunch of like leg machines it's a bunch of like upper body things a bunch of dumbbells a bunch of yeah tires. it's old school yeah right. that's it's cool very old. 
Yeah. So the only thing they have in there is like a bathroom and one shower. That's it. Mm. There's no extra facilities. Cause like when I went to One Life, it had like all these things. It had a sauna. It had a pool. It mm. had a basketball court. Did I use it? No. 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 Yeah, I, I, the, the one life that I go to, and I'm not going to give the exact location because I don't want to, you know, you um, but <laughs> no, no, no. But um, I didn't realize just how, how that I'm paying way too much for a gym with all these facilities that I just don't use. I, I, I don't use the basketball court. I don't use the pool. I don't use the tennis court. Um, and there's another one life maybe, I don't know, like five miles away that is half the price for, for the month. So I, I'm just going to do that. But um, I think out of all the, I've only been a member of, I want to say, one, two, three gyms. I mean, One Life used to be Sport and Health, and now it's, um, I think, under new oh, ownership. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I did briefly go to Planet Fitness, which I, I fucking hated. Um, uh, I think everyone, it, it, like, every, like, true gym person starts out at yeah. Planet Fitness. It's, it's a canon event, as they say. Yeah, it's a canon event. Yeah, I, I yeah, hated it. I remember... I, I would go, um, uh, I would go, I remember I went, I think last winter break, I, I got like a, a membership there cause it was 10 bucks. I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, and I would go after work and it was always crowded. You know, there were, there were no, all they had were Smith machines. They had like maybe, uh, two sets of dumbbells that went up to like 50 pounds. I'm like, this is a joke. You oh know, God. what's, what's the point of this? drop a dumbbell you get that lunker alarm or whatever so is that i i've, I've always oh, joked about going in there with some friends and just setting it off on purpose just for the hell of it but um do they have you ever seen it go off i've never seen it go off yes. i mean in videos sure like in person yeah, like yeah it's nice stupid. like you accidentally drop the dumbbell and then like all of nice. a sudden ow i hate that it's like don't be soft it's, it's a gym it's not a library if you want oh, if you yeah. want quiet just 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 of course, and people are not allowed grunting. to like grunt either. You're not allowed oh, to my like, God. do any of that. And I remember mine, like when I went there, they used to like say like, "Oh yeah, girls can't like take their shirts off. Like they gotta wear like mm. cover up clothes. Guys can't take off their shirts. Guys can't wear muscle tees." And then like I go to my gym and I'm like, "Yo, people just wear whatever they want to wear. No one's stopping them. Like guys are in their shirtless." <laughs> Your gym sounds interesting to me. I, I I need to see this place. What's what's it called again? the shop is it is it a chain or is it just a one one thing so there's two now and i think they're opening a third one in florida yeah. if i'm not mistaken that's what i've seen on instagram so i'm not sure spread right. propaganda but that's what i've mm -hmm. seen nice. <laughs> but yeah there's one where i live and then there's the one in ashburn mm. yeah I, i'm, I'm kind of interested in that i mean i don't i'm not a fan of all these you know super posh gyms with all this you know all these conveniences that nobody oh, uses yeah. i mean i don't know like I, I i just who's paying yeah. dollars a month to go to equinox is that really how much it is wow that's yeah. that's crazy i don't know and then for like not even like half the price even less than that you can like go to like a regular gym and get the mm -hmm. same workout but yeah. i think people go to equinox if they're not gym people they're just like class people because like i mm -hmm. think with the 300 dollars a month don't you like get the smoothie bar and all that included? I've I've no clue. I, I don't know anything about Equinox. I don't know. Not trying to spread propaganda. That's just what I heard. Honestly, I mean, I think out of all the gyms that I've been to, my favorite is just the, the one at the one at the one at Maryland. It's just really, it's a really solid gym. I mean, I it is nowhere near as big as it should be for a school with like forty thousand undergraduates. But it's a it's a it's a nice gym. You know, I mean, of course, everything's broken all the time. 
um, but it's it's just, a, it's just a good gym. And I mean, over the summer, I think it was like a $60 membership. I'm like, for, for the entire summer, it's like, oh, I'll do that. In retrospect, I should have just done that and commuted to the gym. And instead of paying $240 for a three-month student membership at uh, One Life. So, yeah, again, I'm not going to say which One Life, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, I think also going to One Life, like, you progress from Planet Fitness to One Life. That's that's another canon of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, yeah, Planet Fitness is I. Oh God, dude, I, 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 I couldn't stand it. I mean, I will say, it's, it's nice that there is such a huge national chain that let's say you're, I don't know, you're on vacation or something, you're on a business trip, and you're like, oh, I want to go to the gym. Oh, there's Planet Fitness. I'll just cop a free day pass. That is pretty nice. But like for a, for like a long term gym membership, Planet Fitness, uh, if you can afford to go somewhere better, it's just not. It's just not the move. That's just my opinion. Right. Because, I mean, it's only good in the sense that it's convenient and there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, canceling there, you have to go to your home gym, the one that you, like, signed up at, which mm-hmm. is so dumb. And then the other thing is, like, it's just, like, there's not enough there. Like, I no. never realized that. But, like, they have, like, 90% like cardio machines and then they have like a circuit yeah i I just it's not it's not enough no but like definitely i would say export was pretty good but because it was 24 hours and it's like one of the few 24 hours in the area like it was so overpopulated even at like one in the morning because i remember i did that one time because i was like yo i can't go after work it's too busy one in the morning it's packed yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if all Planet Fitnesses are like that, but I have a bunch of friends that will just go. To, they'll, they'll just grab like a, a a one month membership at Planet Fitness for like winter break, and they would go at like two in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing at the gym at two in the morning? I mean, I, I couldn't. I remember freshman year, I would go. I would sometimes end as late as eleven thirty at the gym. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I mean, I'm just gonna go earlier. Um, I don't. I mean, unless you have a packed schedule and that's all you can you can manage to do sure but i just i just i think i have some friends that also do it ironically but like why would you go to the gym at two in the morning i just don't understand it yeah i mean the only way like i understand it is if like it's too busy at the gym and you're trying to go like off peak hours but mm-hmm. with export peak hours was 24 7 like there was no off peak hours mm-hmm. at that gym yeah and that's why i had to switch because i was like i can't do any exercises comfortably because like there's too many people like in the same mm-hmm. zone like as you yeah. but i would say it was pretty cool like going there because it was like three floors mm-hmm. and like you got like a nice little view of the street yeah was, like i was telling one of our co-workers about like how mm-hmm. i stare at a black wall when i run <laughs> so nice. like i get like all these intrusive thoughts when i'm running <laughs> and oh, i'm no. staring at nothing but a black wall <laughs> When I, when I do when I'm on the treadmill what I do is I, I mean I do whatever people do is just I cover up how much time it says is left with a towel and I'll just have some car video on my phone maybe one that I've seen like a billion times just playing there you know uh, that's the only way I can make it tolerable I mean if I do if I do outdoor cardio that's more interesting but if it's indoor cardio I need some kind of distraction so oh yeah for sure because I'm over here like how have I only been running for five minutes yeah <laughs> like, I know. it feels so much longer because I'm staring at this black wall. <laughs> Yeah, and another thing is, I need to get I need to get new um, I need to get new uh, gym shoes because I've been using the same pair for like t- 
two years and they have no tread on them, I'm like, hmm, why do I have knee pain all of a sudden? Oh, it's because my shoes are just destroyed. So, you know, it, shoes oh, are. Yeah, like, I've been loving the Clifton Nines for running. Like, those are like top tier shoes. Like, mm. I understand the hype. Like, I see all these people in the area that we go to. I'm not saying mm-hmm. where, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, all yeah, yeah. Are yeah. Everywhere. And I'm like, I know. how are these like these shoes for like the dads? But I yeah, know my dad's shoe era. Like I got the new balances, <laughs> I got these Clifton nines, I got these sketches. Like I oh, like man. completely took vans out of my wardrobe because they caused me so much foot pain. And uh, let me tell you about Converse. Like, I thought Converse were, like, the shoes because everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're good leg day shoes because they're flat. And let me tell you something. Like, okay, they're flat, but you want to know something? I can train in Crocs. I can train in, like, these new balances with, like, elevated feet and, like, have no problem reaching depth in my squat, like, being able to do my split squats, any of that. So, like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's a misconception when it comes to like gym stuff but those converse like tore up my heels like the Mm. back of my like heel was bleeding one time from like doing like walking lunges and i was like why why am i bleeding there are a few people that wear crocs uh in our gym here i mean i'm I, I sort of my my mind cannot comprehend the idea of wearing Crocs at all, but that's that's just me. But I mean, if that floats your boat, hey, that, that whatever works for you. But I just like Crocs. I just I can't. I can't with Crocs. <laughs> it's funny you say that because there was one guy that came up to me one time. And he was like, "How do you work out in Crocs?" Because he watched yeah. me go from the stairmaster to doing upper body like all. Oh the Crocs. my god. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't with Crocs. I don't know. It's all about having the dad shoe drip. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. I think. Just. I think if I remember correctly, roughly I don't know, almost 15 years ago, my dad he did wear New Balances. I think. Um, I haven't seen him wear them. I haven't seen him. I don't think I've seen him wear New Balances in like 10 years. But um, I don't know. I'll maybe. I don't know. Not when I'm 20 years. I don't know. I'll I'll probably buy a pair later down the line. But just, just not now. I just, I can't. They are yeah. so comfortable, and then they also look really good too. Like mm-hmm. the ones that I have, like they're the 2002 R's. They're so mm-hmm. nice. Nice. <laughs> like I'm all for them, truthfully. Like dad shoe era is where it's at. Because not only is it like comfortable, but it's also not gonna get you any foot pain, and you can mm-hmm. work out like comfortable too. Like, but also it makes your outfit look cool because like it's better than I don't know. Like, I can't get with nikes like this is something about like dunks or whatever like i just don't mm-hmm. like no it's funny you mentioned gym outfit I, I i like i did a lot of experimenting and i think just my gym outfit is just like uh, a tank top and sweatpants and that's it i mean i i do not i never wear shorts to the gym just because i'm way too like not comfortable doing that but um i like no matter the temperature i will always wear sweatpants to the gym always um and i tanked up i briefly tried compression shirts out um but then i'm like eh, i'm just gonna stick with a tank top so that's in terms of gym fit that's what i have and just sneakers so yeah because I, I really just like wear oversized t-shirts and leggings or like sweatpants with an mm-hmm. oversized t-shirt like that's just my go-to fit but it's just because, like, in my head, I feel like I don't look as, like, 
good as like I think I do, if that makes sense. Because I think it all mm-hmm. comes like body dysmorphia. Because like oh, the longer yeah. you go to the gym, I feel like you create this really bad body dysmorphia. Oh my god, dude! Mine is um, I I oh yeah, mine is mine's not great. I, I try to just uh thug it out as they say, but it it it, it sucks. Like I mean, you you think going to the gym. I remember, I, I remember vividly, like when I, I remember, I think it was two years ago, I remember I, I looked at myself in the mirror. This was before I started taking the gym seriously. I'm like, okay, this sucks. I hate this. I got to fix this. And two years now, I've made a bunch of changes. And I think if my, if, if my previous self from two years ago could see me now, I'd be pretty thrilled. But now it's like, oh, this still sucks. I got to, I got to, I got to do better. So yeah, it, it does not. I mean, I'm sure for some people it does, but for me at least, it has probably only gotten worse the more I've worked out. Um, I think it's I the same thing for me because, like, yeah. truthfully, like, I can put on, like, all this muscle and I'm like, okay, but, like, in my head, I don't feel like I look any better than how I did oh, a yeah. year ago. No, like, I, I still I think I look thing. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've put on, like, uh, um, Jesus, like 20 pounds in the last two years, uh, and and I still think, oh, I, I just look like shit. And I'm not I'm not saying this to like create a pity party or anything at all. Um, but I just I think a lot of people that go to the gym uh, they can they can relate to that somewhat. Um, and it's it's really it it really it really sucks. And I think it's just something you have to work through personally or with friends, but or, or therapist if you need to. But um, that's definitely the worst part about this entire thing. You know, you do come, you do become kind of wrapped up in, in the way you look. You know, sometimes I don't even want to look at myself in the mirror. Like I'll look at, like maybe after a after a pump, sure. But I mean, mm-hmm. um, that's that's definitely the worst. I think the worst part about this entire thing is just the body dysmorphia that you get from it. Yeah, because I mean, like that's like one like I think negative thing that comes from going to the gym is that yeah. like you don't really see the results that people no. say like you get. Like, other people can see it, but you don't really see it because you're always stuck with a negative image in your head. But mm-hmm. I was listening to this one girl before, and she had, like, a really good point. Like, she's just mm-hmm. like, you can gaslight yourself, like, <laughs> in a positive way and be like, I got the nicest body. I got this. I got that. Like, that's just, like, positive gaslighting until you physically mm-hmm. believe it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, she kind of has a point. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, I got the biggest quads, I got the biggest biceps, whatever. Just keep gaslighting yourself until you believe it. Until they get rid of the body dysmorphia. No, I think that's a good point. Um, and I will say, like, I mean, I think other gym people can relate to this. But if somebody if, if somebody gives you a compliment, you, you remember that really, really well. And I remember a few days ago, um, no, a few, a few weeks ago, actually, I was... I decided to make myself feel better. Okay, I'm going to write down a list. I'm going to write the name of, you know, whether it's a family member, friend, colleague of some of everybody that's. And I know this is going to sound kind of shallow, um, that has said something positive about the, you know, the way I look because I, I I think I have changed quite a bit in the last two years, and I've a lot of people have told me that. And I, I wrote I wrote I wrote um, all the names down, and at the end it was it was 75 people, um, but I still think to myself, oh, I, I look like shit. Um, but it's just, it's just something you, you have to work on, you know, you, you can't, um, it, it sucks, but you, you just have to work on it. So definitely like doing like gaslighting, but in a positive sense. Yeah. Yeah. Helps. Or just that like telling yourself that 
you look good regardless of what you think you do because i mean like if people are saying like you're making progress then obviously That's you good. Have, to have been making some progress right yeah i mean you are your own harshest critic so i mean somebody uh somebody that isn't you that gives you a different uh viewpoint i mean that's that's always great that's always welcome you know right because even seabum thinks he's like small and like that man's mm -hmm. huge <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm yeah. saying like these people yeah. like everyone suffers with like body dysmorphia i feel like i think i think to a degree yeah i i, I think you're right i think i i don't I don't know a lot of my own personal friends that are totally secure in how they look, and I, I know that's really sad to say. Um, I mean, I know the uh, social media and the influx of influencers that probably use steroids but don't admit to it uh, doesn't help with that. Um, but you know, it's it's just again, it's something you have to work. You have you, you have to work on it. You can't just you can't just suffer through it. All right, but I also feel like people kind of use their body as a trend and not like an actual like thing. Because, like, if you really think about, like, influencers, they all kind of look the same. Mm. Unless, like, they compete in some type of, like, thing. Whether that's, like, powerlifting or whether that's, like, bodybuilding. But, like, every, like, gym influencer kind of just looks the same. Like, every gym shark model looks the same. Mm -hmm. Like, if you really, like, look at it that way, I kind of feel like they all, like, are, like, a trend in a sense. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, gym shark that'll, like, put, like, one different body out there. And then, like, everyone else looks the same. It's mm. kind of like Nike doing the same thing, too. Like, they have one different body, and then everyone else looks the same. But it's like, I mean, if you're just, like, going to be confident, just be confident in what you have. Because, like, honestly, like, everyone only has, like, one body. So working towards making it better is obviously important. But also just kind of realizing you will never probably reach that end goal you're looking for going to the gym because you can always work towards something else whether that's getting bigger biceps bigger shoulders a bigger back whatever i think that's an interesting point um i i think i mean i think i can't speak to to, to women ex women's experiences obviously but i think what happens with a lot of dudes is when they go to the gym they'll they'll, they'll have this they'll have this idea okay i want to look like this person you know like the, a common a common trope is oh, I want to look like I want to look uh, like Brad Pitt when he was in Fight Club, um, which is uh, I think the I think which I think is unobtainium unless you do an insane amount of dieting and cardio. But I think if you if you if you have like just one goal, you want to look like exactly just one thing, you're going to be disappointed. So I think like when you start out in the gym, you should just you, you, your whole your whole goal should just be to get better step by step, not to achieve this one godlike physique in like a year, because it's going to take longer than that. You know, you, you, you're, right. you should just take steps to just get better. You shouldn't have one, you know, one dream body in mind because that's going to take a while. And if you don't, you know, it's you're not. It's going to take a while to get there. You just need to focus on getting better in smaller steps. Right, because like you said, it's like. You'll never really, like, get there because you're mm -hmm. achieving something that's not physically, like, obtainable unless you do it for multiple years. But people yeah. think it's, like, an instant thing. And, like, speaking from, like, a woman's point of view, like, you know how, like, most women are like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to train upper body. I don't want to get bulky. 
Like, mm. girl, it takes how long to build a back? Like, it takes how long to build shoulders? Like, they think they're gonna lift up one dumbbell and, like, be built like, I don't know, sebum or something. <laughs> but in reality, you don't get bulky whatsoever. Because you would think, like, if, if that were the case, I would probably look way different if that was true. Mm. Like, I can't even progress past 25-pound dumbbells <laughs> because, like, it's just, like, unobtainable for me. But I try to build shoulders. Like, I try to build my back. But it's super hard. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to train legs. Like, it's just, I don't know. No, I, 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 don't, I don't care what anybody says. I, I hate leg day. And I've started doing your, uh, like, two-day leg day routine. I, I still... And oh god, I, I still I just I hate I hate training legs. I, I know I know that's the, I know that's a cliche, but I just I still can't stand it. No, it's fine. Like I understand. Like I go through phases with the gym. Like sometimes I really love leg day, and then sometimes like I really like upper body day. Or like right now, like I've been like preferring to do like cardio before like I work out. Like I'll run a mm-hmm. mile and then I'll start doing my workout. And then I realized, like, I feel a lot more of my muscles because, like, everything's warmed up. Like, this is super random, but I ran a mile and then I did lat pull downs and then, like, I felt my lats, like, intensely. I was like, how is this even possible? Like, I was just running, you know? Because, like, just going from, I guess, because, like, everything's, like, warmed up and then you're just going to, like, different things and actually, like, working out. But another thing that I learned is like a different way of doing face pulls, mm-hmm. which instead of pulling to your face, you pull like to your chest, and like oh, you definitely like feel like your shoulders and like your back, and it just feels. Yeah, I haven't done I haven't done face pulls in a minute, but I'll try that. Cool, sounds good. Well, thank you for having me on. It was a great time. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, okay. bye. bye. Thank you again for listening to my show. It means a lot. And don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. But if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, don't forget to rate my show five stars. It means quite a lot to me. And again, thank you for being so supportive. Okay, bye.